I reached Joe Canterbury. Sorry, I wasn't able to get your call, but, uh... What's up? How's it going? You sound so surprised. I, I, I've been calling for seven minutes. Have you? Yeah. Mm. Okay. I don't believe you. No, don't talk you online, bud. Mm. Let's hop to it. doing besides just in general having the absolute gall to say that i i'm surprised after sleeping after you fucking slept for seven calls i didn't hear the first seven calls i know you didn't champ <laughs> uh how's your weekend how are you doing <sighs> fine that's good. I'm glad I'm moving my mic to uh, hopefully a, a better locale. But for my face. Because I noticed I was a little bit quiet on the last recording. And I'm taking actionable steps to improve my sound quality. This, friends, is what we call character growth. Ah, uh, now Joe. We're going to talk about the, uh, the Toa... The Toa Anika a little bit more today. We found we talked completely about them the past few days, and so we we know who they are. We we distinctly do, and we quizzed you last week, so I'm gonna quiz you this time because I know if I asked you to, you could name three of them off the bat, just from the hip, you know, Joe. From because just just name one. Just do that, because I believe in you that much. Um, Jolly. Yeah, see? I legitimately knew you could do it. Um, Now, the Toa canisters carrying Jaller, Holly, Kangu, Nuparu, Huki, and Matora drew close to Boyanui during a storm. Acting on a contingency plan, the Red Star produced Toa energy 
in the form of lightning that struck each canister. On Voya Nui, the six new Toa emerged, named themselves the Toa and Nika, and created their own spirit stars. What the fuck's a spirit star? You're asking me. Spirit stars are celestial bodies formed when new Toa come into existence. Every Toa has a spirit star. Spirit stars are able to be seen to track, are able to track the movement of their Toa, as seen when Toa Metru followed Likon's spirit star in order to find him. Whoa. That's cool. So, like, it's like a North Star, but just for an individual person. Hmm. The Paraka saw these spirit stars appear in the night sky and were worried. Joe, do you remember why the Paraka would be worried? Because they suck. That's true. They do suck. You figured it out. You've solved my Paraka puzzle. Mm-hmm. You sound you sound extra sleepy today. I am. Yeah. Yeah. What time did you get to bed last night? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> that's that's fair. Near the chamber of truth, Balta awoke and noticed that Dalu was gone. He woke up with the others, and they rescued Garen, Garen, Garen from the Chamber of Truth. Velika introduced the Resistance team to a pool of energized protodermis and told them that it could free the Matoran from the effects of the antidermis. He then began to make Zamor launchers for this purpose. The Toa Anika examined their new bodies and noticed the unusual aspects of the transformation. Several of them accidentally activated their mask powers, such as Matoro. As a spirit, Matoro floated through the air and spotted the Voya Nui resistance team nearby. He reported this to the other Toa, who agreed to meet those Matoran and asked them about the island. Vezak ambushed the Toa Nika en route, but their immunity to antidermis caught him by surprise, and they were able to beat his ass and capture him. The Toa Anika attempted to interrogate Vezak, but he copied their powers of ice and fire and escaped. Garen then appeared, briefly explained the situation, and led them to the Resistance team's hideout. Cool. That That's tight. Right, Joe? Sure. <laughs> Do you remember why uh, all the Toa are... Uh, Immune to antidermis. Actually, do you remember what antidermis is? Let's start there. Um. No. Mm-hmm. I remember you told me. Yep. Even off air, we talked about it. Antidermis, Joe. First, you take a Makuta Teradax. And then, you fucking heat that Makuta Teradax up so much that it's a gas. And then you cool it down enough that it becomes a liquid. And that's antidermis. Make sense? Sure. Oh, buddy. So Chris was here over the weekend, and they were thinking about staying the night again. And I was like, if you did, you could be the first ever guest on Bed Bath & Bionicle. Where I just call you, and then Chris starts talking from behind me and to the left, which would have been incredibly and funny. 
Yeah. But we didn't do it. At the mountain hideaway, the Toa Anika met the Matoran rebels and discussed their situation. Armed with Velika's grenade launchers, they split up into three groups. Jaller, Holly, and two Matoran successfully freed many a slave Matoran. Huki, Matoro, and two other Matoran visited Axon, who had been badly injured by Brutaka, and told them to stop Brutaka at all costs. Kangu, Nuparu, and two other Matoran traveled to the stronghold to search for the Toa Nuva and disabled a Nectan sentry outside the stronghold. Inside the stronghold, they were confronted by all six Paraka and Brutaka. The other two groups arrived just as the battle began. While the Matoran searched the stronghold for the Toa Nuva, the Toa Nika engaged the Paraka in one-on-one combat duels. Nuparu engaged Zaktan and used his Kanoe Kaden to bring both of them far from the stronghold. Hakan put his plan into motion and fired the Zamor Sphere at Vutaka, but Thok saw the proceedings and configured himself to receive half the power. Thor, Thok, and Hakan used their new strength to defeat and imprison the other Paraka and the Toa Anika. Then they forced Brutaka to reveal the Ignika's location and departed for 777 stairs. What? What, what are the 777 stairs? The 777 stairs are the set of stairs leading down to the Chamber of Life in Voyanui. Huh. Champ, you're not here today. Mm. Joe? Yeah. More so more so than a normal morning. I'm worried about you. This is a different mm. energy. Mm-hmm. Wanna talk about something else? You wanna talk about music? Listen to any good albums recently? I listened to so many good albums recently. Tell me about it. I saw you've been tweeting you've been fucking discording. About what you say is your album of the year. You don't like metal. But just me, our, some of our listeners do. This is a Bionicle podcast. Um, maybe you're right about that, actually. <laughs> um, Hawkins Vector and um, Architects Holy Hell are my two top ones right now. Mm-hmm. What makes them? What makes them good? Um, they shred. <laughs> they, they fucking rip, Doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they slap the bangers. So to tip. I like that. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Is there any song specifically off there you would suggest someone to listen to? Um, nah, just put them on. Because they both That's... open really well. Oh yeah. What is the best opening track of all time? Like legitimately? Like what is your favorite opening track for an album ever? Oof. Um Hmm. I don't know. It's a big question, but I think it's an important one. Yeah. Cause I know from the hip, it's like my instinct is to say thriller, because that's what I've been saying, but I don't know yeah. if that's true. But like Hellion yeah, and Ale- like definitely like a million more than that. Mm-hmm. I know that like Hellion and Electric Eye 
off Judas Priest's, uh, I think, Screaming for Vengeance. is That fucking duo is so good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, inside the stronghold, the Matoran discovered a record that revealed the existence of Mari Nui. Nupa, Nuparu brought Zaktan back to the stronghold and freed the Toa, who realized that Brutaka had betrayed the Ignika's location. Axon arrived, still wounded, and announced his intent to stop Hakan and Thok. But Jalir convinced him to let the others help. The Toa realized that the best way to stop the two was to return Brutaka's power to him, and that the only the Paraka knew how to do that and they freed the Paraka on the condition that they would form a temporary alliance. While the, the Paraka created the Zamor Sphere that would re- reverse the effect, Axon warned Jaller of the Anika's guardians and handed him a glowing Zamor Sphere for protection. Keep this motherfucking thing on you, said Axon to Jaller, and Jaller nodded. When the alliance left for the green belt, Axon stayed behind to look after Brutaka. In the green belt, Hakan and Thok turned on each other and began to fight, devastating their surroundings and exposing the entrance to the 777 stairs. The Toa Anika and the other Paraka followed the trail of destruction and confronted them. Hakan and Thok defeated the other Paraka, but were unable to overpower the Toa Anika while working alone. Hakan and Thok allied and launched a combined attack, but at the same moment, Huki hit them with the specially prepared Zamor Sphere, restoring Brutaka's powers to him. As a result, both sides fell unconscious from their enemy's assault, leaving only Zack Tan standing. I don't know what else to talk about. I want to engage you. I want to get you energized. I want to have... I want to speak to my friend. My friend's sleepy. I do not know if this is the venue for friend conversation. That's fair. It's absolutely fair. Um. Uh, where am I at? Where am I at on this fucking thing? Knockout. In the Paraka stronghold, Brutaka woke up to find Axon watching over him. Axon promised him a second chance, but Brutaka scoffed at him, and the former friends prepared for deadly combat. That has a link to it, but we kn- I know what deadly combat is. Is deadly combat different in the Bionicle universe? It has this whole new Wikipedia article. Mm. It's just... What are Axon's goals? Bring back Brutaka to the light. Defeat Brutaka if necessary. Brutaka's goals are defeat Axon. So it's just a fucking battle report. It's just... That's really funny to me. Alright. Zack Tan woke up the Paraka, who banded together under his lead once more and led them to the 777 stairs. While descending the stairs, he briefly reminisced of the events that had led the Paraka to this point. When the Toa and Nika awoke, they realized that the Paraka had descended the 777 stairs. Agreeing they could not wait for reinforcements, they quickly followed. Matoro used his power to follow the Paraka as a spirit. The Paraka came to a fork 
in the tunnel with the left plaque blocked and descended the zone of nightmares. There they encountered the legendary Emok, who subjected them to their worst fears. Zaktan was drawn into Emak's mind, realized that Emak would disappear if he ceased to be afraid with him. Zaktan declared that he used fear as a weapon, just like Emak, and frightened Emak into vanishing. Yep, yep, yep. Matoro reported the proceedings to the Toanika. They came upon the same fork, took the other direction. Uh, traveling down the left tunnel, they encountered an illusion of Toa Likon, who warned them to turn back before they met his fate. They were warned. They were then attacked by the Makuta Teradax, a Turok, a Borak, a Borak Kal, a Nui, Rama, and a Muaka. The Toa Nika easily triumphed, but their defeated enemies turned them to the bodies of the Toa Nua. The Toa Nika were convinced that they had accidentally slain the Toa Nuva and worried that they had lost control of their new powers. Jalar convinced the group to press on despite their fears. The corpses vanished, and Conquer realized that they had only been illusions. They did not yeah. kill the old Toa, but maybe they should have. In this um, essay, I will. If it was Lee, definitely. Lewa would have been there. They would have killed Lewa. That's all. That's all I got for for today. For today's ep- episode, we're reaching about that time, Joe. If they want to find you on the internet, where would that happen? Ghost of Joe. Ghost of Joe. Ghost of Joe. This is a Twitter, and you can figure out the other bullshit I do. I promise I'm more awake on my other podcasts. Oh, yeah. You Even got it. the most recent. Got it memorized. That doesn't... That is not actually true. Most recent got it memorized is good, too. Like, that's fucking... I'm excited to listen to it. I started it a little bit. Y'all are on the dream drop distance. Mm-hmm. And I go to sleep. You, do you do fall asleep on it? No, but it feels like I do. <laughs> you fucking fade from existence. Uh-huh. Fucking med, med math and memorizical. Mm-hmm. It's valid. If you want to find me on Twitter, I'm at Rev Rye Bread. That's Rev like Reverend, Rye Bread like Rye Bread. Um, I, I do other shows. I do other shows that I truly, truly enjoy. One of them is coming on up. I'm excited to introduce you to it. Um, but that's it. Keep your eyes tuned to this dial and Twitter's dial, and you'll know more. You'll define more. Um, yeah, that's all the that's everything I got for this this morn. Um, we'll be here next week, same Toa time, same Toa channel. Um, you got Norded. May your mask be your guiding brick. Hey, Joe. I think I'm going to go to Mickey D's after this. Okay. Some McDonald's, get some breakfast. Okay. Do you want to go to Mickey D's? Mickey D's nuts. No, I'm good. Thanks. No problem. That has been our program. Unfortunately.
Welcome to Got It Memorized, a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. You might even figure out what's going on, maybe. I'm Wheels. I'm Joe. On our show, we like to dive deep into the franchise's most pressing questions. Like, why is Kyrie never allowed to have any fun? How much did they have to pay to get Jesse McCartney to yell into a microphone about homework? How did Ventus get so small? Is Cyx a twink? Why are all these main characters just the same boy? What are midi-chlorians? What did Sora's mom make for dinner? Is Tron woke? Why does darkness smell so bad? Are drive forms queer? Why doesn't Organization 13 own any pajamas? Is Aerith a cop? How many deaths is Mickey Mouse personally responsible for? Where do baby heartless come from? <laughs> what is Pete? Is Xena warrior princess a nobody? Find us on your favorite podcast app. Got, Got it. it memorized? memorized? That's the name of the show. <laughs> <laughs>